0: Hi, before we get started with the episode, we just wanted to point you in the direction of the social accounts we've set up for the show to help you guys engage with us and communicate and get involved with our show. You can email us at can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com. Emailing us will really be the best way to talk to us directly and conversate with us on air during the show. Also, be sure to like You Can't Disappoint a Podcast on Facebook. And you can also follow us on Instagram at can't disappoint podcast and Twitter at you can't disapod. That's disapod like disappoint. So there's one S and two P's. Well, thanks for tuning in and let's kick off the episode. Here we go. Soy Doctora Escodera. Me dicen que ustedes <laughs> están en su segundo semestre. Así que voy a hablar <laughs> lentamente para entendernos. <laughs> sí. Buenos <laughs> días. ¿Me pueden decir en qué punto están en su libro de lectura? Sí. Sí, sí. Listen to this back and forth. It's like I'm at an embassy. What's up, everybody?
1: Hello. We're back.
0: Welcome back to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. You know... Uh, Just right off the top, because it's what we're talking about, it's about 2 o'clock Indiana time, November 5th right now. Uh, We don't know who the President of the United States is going to be. It's two days after election night. When this episode comes out, we'll probably know who the President of the United States is. And yeah, so that's what's going on right now. And Stephen and I are not political experts in any way, but we both have strong emotional and real-life stakes in this election. So we're a little anxious. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely... Things on our mind today other than community but it was it was a nice you know attempted distraction to to you know watch the episode and yes and get into this but but yeah very real world stuff going on so hopefully by the time this comes out we'll know who the president is and we'll be you know dealing with the aftermath of
0: that but but yeah yes I guess that's all to say for right now. I don't know. You you know where we're at now. You guys were here a couple days ago. You understand? Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Zach and <clears throat> <clears throat> that was the chair. <laughs> yeah, sure it was. Uh,
1: and I'm Steven, and you know the the best part of my day is when I turn on the Zoom call and for about ten seconds when, when I think maybe I'll log on and he won't be there. But alas, today he was here, so we're back for another episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast.
0: We sure are. You know, uh, a shout out to our community papas over at Communities. Uh, thank you for all you do. I've had the pleasure this week to play some Jackbox games with them, with uh, like Kevin Lanigan was on a Twitch stream playing Jackbox games and our papa played with us. And tonight I am recording with Community Papa and Alex from Six Seasons in a Podcast to do an episode of their AP Bio Rewatch podcast. Yeah, I'm, so excited I'm excited to hear that. That, that yeah. should be really cool. Yeah. So shout is out to a good them. Show. Yeah, I I've grown to really, really like AP bio. So check yeah. it out if you haven't watched it. It's got some community vibes, even if it's a little bit different. Um so shout out to communities, follow them if you are not yet. And how could you not be? How could yeah. you be listening right now and not be following communities? Come on. Yeah, what's what's wrong with you? Come on. Get- uh just pay respect. That's all we're asking. <laughs> so no, I forgot. What I was gonna say. Oh, okay. we haven't recorded in three weeks. I know or so. it's been a while. Hello. Three, uh, we just talked to you last week, uh, to your ear holes about Modern Warfare. But thanks to the the magic of prior scheduling, we recorded <laughs> those episodes like a shit talk long time ago, and yeah. we haven't we haven't done this in a while. So we're back.
1: Yeah, it feels great. Hello. It feels a little weird. Uh, things are You're weird. A little weird
0: it's gonna get really weird
1: what's new what uh prior to tuesday did you have going on zach
0: well i did my rocky horror thing um i guess not a whole lot going on working a lot in the extra time Um, On Halloween, we went to a drive-in movie theater and saw a couple spooky movies together. That was fun.
1: Oh, nice. What movies?
0: Um, So they were playing, like, Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream on one screen, and we went the hipster route, and we saw Ghostbusters and They Live, which, of course, has Keith David from season six of Community, so that was fun. Yeah. What about you?
1: Uh, I... uh... Recently finished up um, a pretty major like horror anime marathon where I watched... I think I got through sure. like 10 shows in two weeks. Actually, yeah. That's a lot. That, yeah. Saw a couple really good ones. I won't go through the whole list, but Death Parade and A Kamehameha Kill were highlights for sure. Okay. Um, but most What recently, was the lowest?
0: What was the worst? Was there um, something you watched that you didn't care that much for?
1: Yeah. I really didn't like Devilman Crybaby. It was by a director who I really like, but... I did not enjoy the show. It was really weird. Um, everybody was, was, like, really naked the first couple episodes. Like, really? But it, it was just weird. <laughs> and and the whole, like, deepness of it didn't hit for me. I don't know. I was just, yeah. All right. Well,
0: that's the anime report with Steven right? Baker this week. Um, and Thanks most recently, that. I just watched
1: the fourth season of Rick and Morty and really enjoyed it. I watched, like, the whole thing yesterday. Really, really liked it. Um... not my favorite season still
0: but it was it was solid Rick and Morty is just a thing for me that when it came out it was so new and so funny and so like kind of counterculture that I really enjoyed it and it's lost some of that but what show that has gone on this long that started with something that was really out of the box you know you, you do it more than 25 times like the good place or something like that yeah you start to kind of know what you're getting into so I don't think it hits as hard for me as it used to. But it can still be really surprising and funny. And the amount of imagination they put into each episode of having a total different design to, to fit whatever they're doing is really cool. Yeah, I uh, I
1: really liked the episode where Morty had, like, the restart point. Yeah. Because uh, my probably favorite anime that's come out this year uh, was season two of ReZero, and it's a similar premise, so I was down down nice. with that sickness. Yeah. I, I You know what I'll say about Rick and Morty? Even though I don't enjoy the show as much as I used to, Summer is my favorite character. She cracks
0: me the hell up. I'm a big, big Summer fan, and she had some good stuff. I've always been a big Jerry fan, but maybe that's just saying something about myself. No, I like Jerry. Jerry's probably my, my number two boo. You know, today we're here to talk about season one, episode 24 of Community. We're talking about... The episode before the season finale—it's it's a sense of finality for our show for a moment, you know—kind of feeling here as we wrap that up. We're talking yeah, about we English the show. as a second we did language. All of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only real good season of Community was the first season, so well, of we'll course, just stop while we're ahead. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're talking about today, and you know, we're we're reaching the end of our first season, and I feel like things have gone pretty far for us in this first season. We've gone from, you know, just being like. I'm going to buy a microphone, let's try to start a podcast, to having made some networking friends and to having uh, people that we really appreciate listen to us talk about one of our favorite shows every week. So to kind of celebrate that, we're going to give you some shit. Yeah. So that's cool. (laughs) We're going to do our first ever giveaway for you guys. It's going to start right now. Boom, 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 boom. Fire sale. Come on down. Oh my God. Line up. Uh, it's going to start right now. We're going to reveal the winner on November twenty third <laughs> with our season one wrap up roundtable special that we will be doing, talking about the best and worst and all of the in between about the whole entirety of season one. And yeah, we're going to give you some stuff. We're giving. Yeah. it's kind of a Choi and Abed in the morning care package. You're going to get the entire series of Community on DVD. The and, entire series. Yes. We're even All throwing six in seasons? the fourth one, even though you're not going to watch it. Wow! <laughs> with just six easy payments of, <laughs> And along with the complete series on DVD, you're going to get some Troy and Abed in the Morning goodies, including one that I had to display for you right here a Troy and Abed in the Morning mug.
1: Troy Isn't and Abed so on
0: cool? a morning mug. Awesome. You're also going to get a Troy and Abed in the Morning t shirt and two community Troy and Abed in the morning themed stickers that are very cute. It's Woo-hoo! all going to be yours. I think it's awesome. There are three ways that you can enter this giveaway that we're just doing just because we like you guys. How can you do that, Steven? Ah, well,
1: I'll tell you, Zach. The, there are three ways to enter. the The easiest way to enter is to retweet the tweet that we will put out about this giveaway. You're um, probably watching it right now. (laughs) Yeah, hello, retweet it. Hit the little button Mm -hmm. at the bottom and then hit retweet in the top right corner. (laughs) Um, But make sure you're following us uh, because that is a stipulation. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now the second way to enter, the kind of medium difficulty track if you want to go that route um, (laughs) is, there's gonna be a secret word um, that we're gonna say in our most recent episode. Yes, and discussing
0: English as a second language at some point. Who knows yeah, when?
1: Yeah, who knows? It could we be right sure now. We don't. But it's but not. But it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're going to DM us that word on any social media platform that you follow us on, um, and that will be good for two entries. The easy way is one entry. That is two entries because mm-hmm. of the increased difficulty. Mm-hmm. Now, the third, the top tier, the S level, uh, our gold our gold membership program, uh, the third way to enter this contest is to actually write a review on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on, um, and then email us a picture, a screenshot, a grab, if you will, of that review, and that will g- gain you three whole entries. And That's where do crazy. people
0: email that, Steven? What's that uh, email address can, in case I want to enter?
1: Ah, uh, well, that would be... Um, if you type into your email address message folder and type send to, you can't disappoint a podcast at okay, gmail.com. You can
0: email that too. Can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com. If you email in a photo of a review you leave for us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else where you might listen to us, that'll get you three uh bang-in entries into How this many? giveaway. Three, comma three. So does
1: that mean, Zach, that there's a possibility they can get six whole entries?
0: And you know what? I'll tell you, Steven, next week when we cover the season finale, Pascal's Triangle Revisited, we will be giving an additional secret word. So those last three days of the giveaway, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you could get two more or get your two that you missed this week or whatever. Who cares? So guys, think about that. That's eight entries.
1: For zero dollars mm-hmm. that you can win a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So make sure you, you get in on that
0: action. Get involved and win some stuff from your friends at You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. And that yeah. being said, let's get into talking about this week's episode, English is a Second Language. Let's do some trivia. Trivia!
1: I have missed not knowing anything about this show.
0: All right, Stephen, this week for trivia, how many questions you got? Uh, I've got a total of three, tres, if you will. I've got three, and I've got a bonus question for you. All right, so why don't you go first? Sure. My first question is probably my toughest of the lot. Okay. It is, and you might not think it is, but there's a little trick to it. What are the dean's sound choices for the school as he's trying to calm them down on a on a frivolous finals week? Crickets? You don't know any of them? Oh, that, that was it. That that is one of them. That is one Uh, of them. um, I thought that was real for a moment. The other... I don't know what the other one was. I'm going to guess. Okay. An elephant. The first one was a babbling brook in the very Ah. beginning of the episode, then crickets. And the hard one was in the very end of the episode. It was cut five on sounds of the Serengeti. Uh, is what played and then he followed it up with a b-side from the same album called antelope slaughter at ndutu oh my god i do remember seeing antelope slaughter
1: at ndutu mm-hmm. across the screen all right that well, you got from you, son of a bitch all right um this one shouldn't be too tough uh what time
0: is anthropology 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 Oh, I'm not certain of this one actually, because I think I remember Spanish one oh three was at like six AM and everyone was not so sure about it. I don't remember what time anthropology was at. Was it ten? Close, it was noon. Okay. That's a good time to have a class. It yeah, for real. I sew in the gun. Okay, uh, how much does Chang make as a bag boy?
1: Oh, uh five dollars an hour plus tips.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're supposed to tip your bag boy
1: <laughs> um here we go what year
0: is jeff's lexus 2007 mm, mm, not quite it is uh 2002 okay i didn't catch that line so i just guessed uh okay what does jeff say annie looks like when she's trying to dress up oh um it was
1: literally just in my head. A travel agent, Mm-hmm. and she was that is doing correct. her best to, that is to look like a professor, which we'll we'll dive into that later.
0: That's going to be the bulk of today's recap, yeah. friends.
1: <laughs> for all you Jeff Annie stands out there, this one's mm. for you.
0: We're finally drinking the Kool Aid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the actually, tr- side note: the only shippers that should be like all over this episode are the Britta Abed ones. But okay, yeah. Because they're laying on each other. She, like, has her arm around him. But no. Uh, All right. Question three for me. Um, Who scored highest and lowest on the Spanish final? And what were their scores? Just the highest and lowest. That's all I want.
0: Well, I hope you've got the rest of them because this is my bonus question. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, highest was Je- uh no, that's a lie. Highest <laughs> was Annie with 95 and the lowest was Troy with 68. Okay, Can you, you tell me, me the rest? rest of them in okay. between? Okay. Now, now I didn't any... write them down. Yeah, you didn't have to You don't have to say them in any order. Okay,
1: I'm going to try to though. Sure. Uh next would be Pierce with 70. Yes. Um I'm going to go next was Britta with no, wrong. Uh, I haven't next... said anything. No, you. No, I told myself wrong, but I was okay. right. Britta had a seventy-eight. Jeff had an eighty. Shirley had an eighty-one, and Abed had an eighty-five.
0: You are so very close. Steven. What one did I
1: miss, Britta's? Yes, Britta's placement
0: was correct, but yeah, she had seventy-nine. She had seventy-nine, but that 79 was not A very impressive <laughs> try. What have we got from our listeners this week? All right, so trivia. we have a
1: couple emails, which I'm happy about because there's a big gap.
0: Mm-hmm. You guys
1: didn't forget about us. We didn't forget about you. Um, I did forget about Steven. I was like, i yeah. got to
0: record a thing, but wh- who is it? Oh, who's yeah. The, who's
1: the... There's about 14 minutes of really awkward uh, video recording that I had because I, I, I mixed <laughs> up my days, and yeah, so uh, Cam Soda fans, I'll get at you next week. Hmm oh no <laughs> um okay this ep- that this means. email uh the one i'm going to read first is actually from uh it's not quite christmas but but papa papa noel himself papa holiday papa holiday <laughs> pop pop uh, <laughs> um looking f- from communities um looking forward to it guys answers below so the first question is what did pierce's spanish book Teach him. I am as lost. We are lost. both shaking
0: our heads no at each other. Can't I tell you. I am so Next. lost.
1: Okay, and number two. Next. What season six reference starts here?
0: I can tell you what season four sort of reference starts here, but I don't know.
1: Is it. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> Um okay. a little rusty folks. A little rusty. Yeah. Oh no. We're only at one of these. Uh what does <laughs> Troy think Jeff's schedule is for?
0: Do you know this one? <laughs> <laughs> um Well let me think about it. What does Jeff think Troy's schedule no, is for? No, what does Troy think Jeff's schedule th- is for? Jeff's- I guess we'll see. Good thing they include the answers. Yeah. I'm so okay. sorry.
1: And here's what we'll get right, Papa. We'll make okay. you proud. Okay. What, did, what job did Chang have before Greendale?
0: He was, he was a, a bag, bag boy. boy.
1: Nice. Okay. Crushed it. Pierce's Spanish book taught him to talk dirty in Spanish. Okay. What season six reference starts here? Avatar. Honda episode, he says.
0: They talk about not liking Avatar sure
1: mm-hmm. okay um and then what does troy think jeff's schedule is for buying a flying car okay i do remember that oh theme. yeah that was yeah. a funny joke okay um and then we were right bagging groceries so thank you pop pop for for that for,
0: for challenging things. us for, so. yeah
1: for for reminding us that you are <laughs> you are supreme better in, than us you're better yeah. than us um and now exciting little email here from our good friend mj who you got to hear Um, In our special trivia last week for Modern Warfare, if you haven't heard that
0: yet, please go check that out because that was a lot of fun to do. It was a very special time in my life, certainly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
0: What's he got to (laughs) say?
1: It's really good. Um, MJ says, hey, Zach and Steven. Thank you again for inviting me to your podcast on Modern Warfare. That was such a surreal but hilarious time. Hope to do it again soon if you feel like it. Was it surreal because
0: he got on and he's like, oh, these are real people. They're really like that. He said,
1: wow, I was praying that these were bots. It was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. Um, He's very interested to hear our opinions on English as a second language. He said he has mixed feelings about this episode, mostly because of the conflict between Annie and the study group. This is a well the show will return to in future seasons, and I always found it weird how the study group keeps forgiving Annie for doing these admittedly screwed up things. I perfectly understood Jeff's anger and reaction when he confronted Annie, but I feel like this community at large might disagree on that. Can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. As for the MVP, I think it's pretty clear Pierce wins this pretty handily this week. He got to sleep with the replacement teacher and helped the entire group pass Spanish in one fell swoop for crying out loud. As for the funniest moment, it's hard for me to pinpoint one for this episode, because this episode, while good, was very grounded and dramatic, but I have to admit the whole Goodwill Hunting spoof with Troy and Abed was just so random and on point that I can't help but laugh every time it came up. Hope y'all enjoy my quiz this week. Unlike Dr. Escudera, I won't be making it any easier on you guys, and then had like a little evil face.
0: Well, our track record isn't great, MJ. (laughs) So...
1: Zach remember when we were like in our like friend circles like knew more about this show than anyone else like ever I Remember was. when we were like yeah we could talk about community we, we could talk about it stuff easy. about
0: community
1: Yeah Oof. let's see All right according
0: according to Troy hmm. <laughs> the movie Avatar is a what he, it. it's he like pro. A, a, I know this one. I don't know the exact wording, but he starts to like explain it when they're all talking about it. And he says something about it being a metaphor for Jesus, I believe. <laughs> That's amazing. I believe. Do you like Avatar? I saw it once when it was in theaters when there was so much hype around it. And I wasn't impressed by it. But I'm sure it's because there was so much hype around it. And I was like a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. So I could watch it again. Now, the Avatar stuff at Disney World is really impressive. Avatar is Disney? At um, Animal Kingdom. I, oh my god, that's awesome. There's, there's the big ride. It's like one of the biggest rides in all of Disney World. It's like always like a four or five hour wait. And we got to the park like earlier than anyone else so we could get in line for this ride and not have to wait that long. And literally, pe- like I do not shit you, people were trampling people to get to the Avatar ride once it was time wow. to get in for the morning. Like someone like nudged, I, I guess that was at Magic Kingdom. Lily got like injured by someone at one of the times when we were doing it. Uh, But the Avatar ride, it's like a simulator. Oh, yeah. It's like a 3D simulator, and you're on this seat that, like, the ride vehicles are kind of like bicycle seats. And it's like you're riding on, I don't know Avatar well enough, uh, the flight of the… The Banshees. The Banshee. You're riding on a Banshee. And the thing is so high-tech… That on your legs, if you hug the seat, you can feel the Banshee breathing. That's while amazing. You're on the ride. There are places to grab it, so when you're going through it, you kind of feel like you're the one pulling you it to go certain directions. Oh, that's awesome! And then the ride is just like a tour through Pandora, and you really it feels really real, and it's a lot really of fun. I really would love to do that. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, yeah. Avatar met, but that ride is really cool. Uh, well, I like it quite the answer? a bit. I uh, I
1: think that's like one that we even bought on dvd
0: hmm
1: yeah hmm. bought the dvd for that one i still buy I like DVDs to do sometimes hmm. i'm just kidding i'm acting like i'm not gonna spend like 80 dollars on the neon genesis evangelion dvd when it gets released in the u.s next year it's a show from the mid 90s but sure. it has not been available for purchase in the u.s since then so very sure. exciting times sure um question two <laughs> <laughs> Nail what it. <laughs> What is the date of Jeff's unmovable appointment? Bonus points if you can name the restaurant where the appointment will take place.
0: It's March 20, 20 something. 3rd, I think. March 23rd, 2013. Mm-hmm. Is it like
1: O'Douls or like Mahaffey's or like McConaughey's? It's like a
0: steakhouse bar of some yeah. sort. Yeah,
1: McDougal, McDongle, McDavish's, McDonald, Mc Mc McDowell. Nailed it. Next. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Number three, complete this burn from Annie. Of course you'd think that Britta. Let me try again. Uh, Complete this burn from Annie. Of course you'd think that, Britta. It's obvious from your name that that your parents parents smoked smoked pot. pot. Or
0: weed or whatever word they used. Mm
1: -hmm. The gange. The electric jazz cabbage. (laughs) There we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, what was the year of Jeff's Lexus? Bonus points, you can tell me how Abed pinpointed the year of that car without Jeff telling
0: him. Well, that would be what, a 2002? Is That'd that what we established? 2002, and that would be because
1: Abed, uh, when there were some fireworks going off, heard a bunch of cars go, car alarms go off on sure. the street, and it sounded like a brand new Lexus, and it was brand new in 2002 nailed it uh number five how did kevin the janitor lure troy into the bathroom to demonstrate his plumbing prowess with free cake Free cake. yeah it would have worked on me too i wouldn't have gone to wash my hands i would have just
0: well why start now it would have been a mess yeah i like pandemic didn't make me wash my hands free cakes are not gonna make me um excluding
1: jeff who else in the study group can curl their tongue like annie there I know Shirley did, I did it. Pierce thought it. At least all of them not... I didn't see Britta do it, but... Pierce did it. I think Shirley Britta did it. did it. Abed did it. Was it everyone except for Troy?
0: Maybe Jeff. Did Jeff do it? Jeff couldn't do it. Said excluding right? Jeff. Yeah. No, there you go. Maybe just Troy. Hmm. I saw a lot of them do it for sure. Yeah, definitely. I can't, I can't do it. Can you do it? hmm I can't do it. I have no idea how to even try. Ah, you gotta do some exercises oh trust me I have
1: (laughs) you gotta you see what you do is you just take a a knife and you put it like blunt side down and then it's like hold the knife but don't cut yourself and then you have to make the hot dog cut that out that was weird Uh, (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me what to cut out fix that scrub that
0: Um, do it swine (laughs) Though. That was you towards me, not me towards you.
1: The uh no, <laughs> my my headset boops. I think the battery went oh, low. But I, could I just plugged it in. It scared the hell out of me though. I was, it was like boop a doo boop. That's a great
0: start this week.
1: We are really nailed. Always
0: it. here to deliver quality. Yeah, you can't disappoint a podcast.
1: All right, hey, oh. but we're giving you
0: free shit, so don't complain, okay? Yeah, don't complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see a uh, duh. Ken Jong and Joel McHale do that on their podcast. Hmm? Yeah, what do they give you? Yeah, uh, I, number seven. They what do good unique, work over
1: there. Wow, I am an idiot. What unique item was Annie wearing when the study group found out that she snitched on Chang? That was her bottle cap necklace made by one of her rehab rehab meets. people. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and number eight, we already got this one. Arrange the study group members in order of their scores in. In the Spanish 102 final exam, highest to lowest, so that was Annie 95, mm-hmm. uh, Abed 85, Abed.
0: Shirley was 81, Jeff was seven, uh, Jeff was 80, 80. Britta, Britta was, was 79, 79. Mm-hmm. Pierce was 70, not years old quite yet, and Troy was 68. Our boy the Troy, but they all passed, and that's what's important.
1: Yeah. Tierra del Fuego, MJ. Land Thanks for of that, fire. buddy. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for that.
0: Uh so something I learned uh researching this episode was that that was a reference to Fletch. I guess in Fletch when he is uh, uh Chevy Chase is it's one of a, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a movie he made. I've heard uh he he always re- when someone speaks to him in Spanish, he responds with that. Like that's like the Spanish phrase that he knows. I mm. got you. Interesting
1: choice of one to know. Chevy Chase had some funny like
0: Things that he did with himself in this episode. Sure. We are here, of course, to talk season one, episode 24, English is a Second Language. It was directed by Gail, Manic- Man- Gail Mancuso. This was her only directing credit on Community. It was written by Tim Hobert, who I've learned through uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison's podcast that he was also a uh, frequent writer over at Scrubs. And Ooh. he also uh, was one of the co-writers on Intro to Film and Intro to Statistics. He wrote Debate 109 and, uh, by himself and he co-wrote investigative journalism this is his final writing credit on the series and really he's done some good work this first season yeah i wonder why he mm. uh, I, I think he's a pretty prolific tv writer so i think maybe he comes in to help a show find its voice and then he has other projects i got gotcha. i'm not 100 percent on that at all and it originally aired on may 13th 2010
1: Mm, so pretty
0: close to uh, three years and, three years. and, and but like a week and a half until
1: he's yeah. expecting to graduate. So that's pretty nice, you know, setting it up like mm-hmm. finals. Like you know, it, it's 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 mm-hmm. it's it's accurate. It's topical.
0: Let's talk about that. What did you think about this episode, Stephen?
1: I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I did too. It is it is not a secret on this podcast that Goodwill Hunting is my favorite movie of all time. And even though that plot really didn't amount to a whole lot, this episode it was really just
0: a bit that kind of led into Troy's plot. Even if it was a yeah. little influenced by sure
1: i enjoyed that um and i also like um i'll get into it a little later but i related to this episode a little more heavily than 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 i and i remembered which is kind of funny because when i saw this episode it was a long time ago um you know and so that hadn't was, happened yet yeah correct Correcte I have no day. idea what you
0: could be talking about, so I'm excited to hear that when we get to it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode too, and I would go as far as to say that of all of the episodes this season that kind of have a piece of the overarching story of the first season, I think this one's my favorite. I think it does a really good work for the season and the story that they're trying to tell with these characters. And if they added in the resolution to them all kind of knowing something was weird at the end of Modern Warfare after Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff and Prita had hooked up if there was like a resolution to that in this episode I think this could have been the first season finale I think so too I wonder if maybe like
1: how the planning went for this in Modern Warfare being in order because Jeff's kind of an ass at the beginning of the episode and we'll get into a little bit but I know from
0: the commentary that this was the 20th episode that they filmed and the okay. 24th episode of the season that aired. Yeah. While the season was airing, uh, after the network was really happy with what was going on with Modern Warfare, they ordered two more episodes to the series. So they, ha- they filmed two extra episodes at the end and kind of shuffled them in with the other last episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Neato. Neato. But yeah, I really liked it. I think there's a lot of good character moments. I think it's got one of the better plot lines that's just school-based of the entire season. Totally. And it's got a lot of great one-liners. Not exactly hilarious, but it's got a lot of good one-liners. What was your funniest moment? Okay, so I have
1: uh, two that is between the first one. Sure. I, the only reason I did the second one is because I don't know if this one like is enough to be one. But whatever. When, you are the one who decides. If it when, was enough to
0: make you laugh more than anything else.
1: I think my hardest and most consistent laugh was in the opening uh, of the episode when Annie kind of reveals that the Spanish three class is available at six a.m. And she's like Monday through Friday, six a.m. and Pierce goes six a.m. <laughs> the way he says that makes me laugh very hard. And the other one would be Troy's desk switch as a great moment because that was a good moment. It was too. really funny.
0: Uh, mine's neither of those. I think that the scene that had the most laughs for me was that whole scene when Jeff is yelling at Annie. There are mm-hmm. a lot of really great one-liners and little character moments that add up to make that scene really funny for something that's a little bit tense for the study group. So that would be what made me laugh yeah, the most of this good, time. Yeah, good choice. Let's dig into it. Is there anything else we need to discuss before we, before we do this thing? Um, a- any secrets you haven't told me yet? Uh, okay, so you remember that time at
1: summer camp? When you woke up and you thought that you wet the bed?
0: Every night of my life. Yeah. Well. You peed all over me while I was sleeping, Steven? (laughs) I didn't say that. Remember to enter this giveaway that we're doing, guys. Those three ways are on Twitter with our pinned tweet. Uh, You can DM us on any of our social medias, but, you know, basically Instagram, Facebook, Twitter – with a secret word that will be given a little bit later in today's episode. And, of course, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Snap a picture of that to can'tdispointpodcasts at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, get into that thing. Yeah, Let's oh, talk I about don't... this episode. And forget about whatever Stephen was saying before I started saying that stuff. Yeah, for our uh,
1: gold members on the OnlyFans and Patreon, if you wanted to win yourself um, a set of, of Zach's P-Sheets, just go ahead and uh re- resubscribe for another 3 months and we got that to you.
0: For anyone who missed <laughs> earlier, that's not what we're going to be mailing you if you enter our giveaway. It'll be it'll be something else for sure. <laughs> So <laughs> this episode. <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> okay, so the episode starts with an announcement from the dean over the over the speaker. It's finals week, where we're feeling that sense of season finality right from the very beginning. The school year is ending. It kind of feels like you know how they had the episodes that were towards the end of the first half, where it's like, oh, it's the end of the first semester, uh, and the dean wants to calm everyone down. So he's been playing uh, like soothing sounds of nature. For everyone to help them <laughs> relax, instead of his voice, and they started with a babbling brook, which is a perfectly suitable peaceful sound. Yeah. Do you use sound like uh,
1: white noise for anything? Um, not really white noise. What I'll do is I'll put on like, like one of those lo-fi, like relaxing music videos. It's like eight hours long, and sometimes they'll have some like ambient sounds in the backgrounds of them. When sure. I'm just like either
0: reading or like going to sleep or something, just for fun. We sleep to, like, an app that creates sound. We it, It's like running water sound, and it's, it's pretty heavy. Nice. Uh, it's mostly because in our old apartment, it, it was you could hear other people if you didn't have something to tune it out, and that would keep me up at night. And we don't really have that here, but I, uh, now I'm just kind of used to it. Yeah. I think it's a funny bit, and everyone is immediately turned off by it. You know, instead of this relaxing sound, it's just kind of like static <laughs> noise pouring <laughs> through all the speakers at all times while you're trying to study and we've got a nice little table scene here where uh, they're they're talking about Avatar, like we mentioned for a second. Some of them loved Avatar. Uh, you know, Troy really liked Avatar. He's, <laughs> he's really quick to coming, coming on board with it. Uh, they're talking about this final. They're not worried about it. We get introduced to this tape recorder that Annie has that she's been using to take notes uh, all season. Uh, there, I like the little piercism here yeah spoiler spoiler alert alert, you mean nerd alert and he's like alert nerd i don't know it's it's a good piercism he just does a very good pierce close but no
1: cigar yeah the things like that i like about pierce because it's almost like the times and it's always sunny when dane devito like doesn't seem to really know what's going on but he's there Mm
0: -hmm. it's those are the times when i like pierce the best absolutely when he's not saying anything racist he's just yeah an out-of-touch old man This is when Annie brings up that everyone's going to need to sign up for Spanish 103 because they've been doing this class as a group. You know, she assumes that they're all going to move on to the next one as a group. And this is pretty much the conversation of the episode. Jeff immediately goes into, oh, well, you know, I'm just here to get my degree. And and it's not in a way that discounts the the friends he's made in the study group. But he says pretty plainly, like, I really need Spanish 103. I wasn't really planning on taking it. Yeah. Do you think this is douchebag Jeff we're seeing in this episode, or do you think it's justified? I think that to this point, justified, because he
1: like, he, he goes on later on to kind of explain that his schedule, you know, to do it in the time that he wants to, he has to have a full schedule so he doesn't really have time to take a class he doesn't need. Totally. I think he gets a little dickish about it later on, uh, you know, with discounting the kind of, you know... The importance of them of the group and things like that but for the most part i actually do feel like he's justified especially watching the episode more than once i'm
0: like yeah I, I get it uh we get a little like uh jeff apartment watch update here uh he does mention that he doesn't need to learn spanish any better because he knows the family downstairs hates him and he doesn't need to understand why so he doesn't <laughs> need to understand what they're yelling underneath him so it sounds like he's got a new place that's good he's, he's out of the car finally Which is good because it's going to get smashed in this episode a little bit later. Uh, Alert nerd. Sorry to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Annie's pretty open to be like, I I need this group. I'd like it to stay together. And everyone pretty much agrees. And Annie kind of tries to tell Jeff what to do. Mm -hmm. This is definitely some of Annie's anxieties coming out. But it's also, I don't know. I get it. They're friends now. But one thing that this episode dabbles with is that in real life, friends that met as a study group don't have to continue being a study group to still be be friends friends. or even to hang out as a group. You know, you could go do so many other things. You could even hang out in this room whenever you feel like it. Yeah, and I feel like it really kind of points
1: at Annie being the, you know, the youngest of the group, even Troy's the same age. but, But Annie, you know, she hasn't had adult friends before.
0: Oh, sure. Sure, and, and you know, she wasn't particularly popular in high school, so she probably mm-hmm. hasn't had a group of friends like this before, potentially. Exactly. Must be nice. Uh, no one wants to take Spanish 103, though, once they hear the time. <laughs> There's that Pierce moment. I see what you mean. Texturing. He gives a... Th- <laughs> he, he, like... <laughs> So Annie says Spanish is at six a.m. and everyone that was just ready to sign up for this doesn't want to anymore since that's er- since that early. And it's like Pierce puts gives a thumbs up and says six, and then he like realizes that nobody else wants to do it. He's like, oh, never mind. I He's was like just like
1: a half second behind everyone else. <laughs> six, and I
0: don't think that's character work. I think. There are a couple of weird Chevy Chase movements in this one that I that I like. Yes. Steven just did the exact one we'll get there later.
1: Oh I can't wait for that. Oh
0: man. <laughs> After no one wants to do the 6 AM time, Dean Pelton uh, uh, you know, this this joke's a little bit of a stretch, but but I'll allow it. He comes yeah. up with the next sound of the the wilderness or whatever and plays some cricket noises. <laughs> It's a funny thing that leads to a full a theme full song theme. Sequence. I was so happy. Do you want to hear something interesting that I learned from the audio commentary this week about the theme sequence? Yeah. When we see Yvette Nicole Brown's name on the cootie catcher, it's a cake with a knife into it because you assume, like you know, Shirley is a mother. Yeah. She she likes to bake. She she has her online brownie hopes. Um, Apparently, there was a conspiracy theory during the first season of Community that this is a reference to the uh, murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. That's a reach. (laughs) But they brought it – it was like enough of a thing that they brought it up on the audio commentary that they were like – "We." They said what? They, they, some, they were like, I can see why people would think that, but we never thought of that. And Donald was like, yeah, we were busy making a show. <laughs> we, we weren't really thinking about stuff like that.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, not the murder of Nicole Brown, but. <laughs> yeah. If it does not fit. <laughs> if the cootie catcher fits,
0: you gotta quit. Yeah, that's the rules. After the theme song, that is just chock full of conspiracy theory uh, information. Uh, we kind of have this running thing this week of there being like a countdown timer of how long it's until finals. I kind of like that. It I adds do too. To the stakes gives a sense of urgency. And I like that. I remember in real life, the finals week was a stressful time. That a lot of the a lot of the people who really cared about their grades, it was like I cannot do anything but study. Yeah, uh, I never did that, but it seemed like a lot of stress. And I was like, why would you? I, I'm just gonna watch TV. I'm right, just chilling.
1: I've always been very grateful that I'm not a nervous test taker. You know, because I my mentality's always been I either know it or I don't. Sure. You know? So I may, like, cram a little bit of something, Even the, something. But yeah, like,
0: you you totally could learn it if you didn't know it. But Yeah. But, I like that but, mentality. It's like, <laughs> eh, it is what it is. If I know it, I know it. If I don't, I you don't. You know,
1: I put in the work the first three quarters of the game. I can just coast the fourth. Words to live by, kids. If you're in school and you've I'll worked always, hard most of the year, just take the second semester off.
0: Just chill. I'll always remember... Like in Mrs. Joyce's class when I had to write an essay and it'd be like, explain, I don't know, something that I did not know how to explain. And I would find a way to, you know, make a paragraph of explaining the question and then like a page and a half of likening it to something else that I knew how to explain. And then she'd always like, she'd write notes on it. She'd always be like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) That's better than uh, in Thornberg's class, which we had together, oh, where I just where I just didn't write the essays. I was like, I'll do the vocab things in class on Fridays.
0: It wasn't her, but I had a really tough English teacher one year, and I was struggling. And English was a class that I enjoyed because I always enjoyed yeah. writing, and I was struggling. And then, like halfway through the semester, or like right before this hell finals week, he was replaced by another teacher. Yeah, and I was like, okay, and okay. Then, the replacement was someone who I liked a lot and I think it it's the same teacher class. we're thinking of I think yeah, she's I, I think a fantastic it is. teacher and mm-hmm.
1: I she's still like teaching right now right like, I hope not, so She she's great
0: a student teacher turned a replacement teacher yeah. who was one of the best teachers I ever easily had easily fantastic if not the best mm-hmm. anyway annie's still stressed about what's going on with the study group and she brings up anthropology which does end up being the class they take in season two together
1: Mm -hmm. fun fact zach there was a period of my life where i wanted to be a forensic anthropologist when i grew up like dr temperance brennan from bones is that why you wanted to do it yeah and were you like how old when this
0: was your dream too old for it to have been my dream realistically because i knew i didn't like school that much by then See, I'm in the point in my life where I'm just like, I'm not good at anything. I can't do any of this. When I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be a fireman, but also an astronaut. (laughs) Football playing king in space. (laughs) Sure. How's that working out for you? Are you winning, son? No. Um, (laughs) Go, girl. There's this moment where. I, yeah, Shirley's like hyping herself up, and she gives herself a go girl. And Abed just coldly turns his shoulder and <laughs> says, "You just go girl yourself." And Shirley's like, "Shut up!" Because even Abed knows that you can't go girl yourself, right? It's got to be extended to you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on board with anthropology once they learn that the class is at noon, and this is a community thing that gets. Re- repeated a lot that's a joke that kind of grates on me sometimes when they'll like all decide they're going to do something and they'll be like anthropology 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 and they all point at each other and say it they do that with so many things and i think it's something that like season four like overused kind of like how they do the like what's the deal jennifer beal or like i don't they'll say jokes like that too yeah not some of my favorite sorry folks um Jeff's not willing to commit to anything. I like Jeff's shirt, uh, though. Other than, yeah, he has a nice shirt. He's not willing to commit to anything other than this outgoing date that he's pre-planned for, what was it, a, May uh, not to buy a flying car, but to have a table at Morty's Steakhouse where he'll celebrate becoming a lawyer again, which can only happen if he takes the classes that he needs to take. Uh, he uses the word load, which Pierce is quick to, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me, sir, I have a comment. <laughs> and Jeff's like, don't bother. Uh, It's interesting because Jeff does graduate Greendale in the season four finale, which did air in May of 2013. I think May 9th is what it said. So it kind of tracks. He could have had that dinner a couple weeks after the graduation.
1: Yeah, that's cute. That's nice. Good for you, Jeffrey. That's nice. That's nice.
0: This is where I think Jeff was a little dickish. Yeah, he says stuff like, I'm not planning my schedule around BFFs, but... Is he wrong? Is he saying anything that's like... No, I, don't know. I just think he's being a little cold to his group of friends. You know, he sure isn't offering any alternatives. He isn't like, yeah. Well, if we're not going to take a class together, we could do this. We could meet up this way. He's just like, be gone. Mm-hmm. But he's not really. He's not really like saying he doesn't want to be around the people. It's either. true. It's absolutely true. I think maybe maybe Jeff's a little on edge because he's stressed about finals too. That's true. That's true. This is when we get the British parents smoke pot line because Britta's like, we're all going to be friends. I believe <laughs> in unity and love. And Annie's like, shut up, Pippi. Yeah, it's,
1: a, it's, you know, the Annie dig at Britta is not the most common kind of crossfire in this show,
0: but when it happens, mm-hmm. it tends to cut. I love Pierce has a lot of good interjections (laughs) in this one. He ends the conversation with, he's like, I haven't said a single thing this whole time, and I won't accept it, or something like (laughs) that. I feel like that's just Chevy saying that on set. That's just Chevy, yeah. This whole episode could have been
1: him ad-libbing, honestly.
0: Uh, Chang walks into the class. This is a really good Chang episode for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like that he walks right into the room to start class. The first thing is, Jeff, can I talk to you in private? And instead of Walking out to the hallway with Jeff to talk to him in private or bring him up to the front of the class to talk to him in private. He needs everyone to leave and and act like they're doing something that he told them to do so he can talk to Jeff in private.
1: And I like that he and Jeff both had this understanding before, like, he told them to get up because Jeff wasn't going to move. He was sitting perfectly still. So this is like they both understood, like, no, everyone's going to go. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. They have a conversation. This scene is probably one of the lower moments of the episode for me. This conversation mm-hmm. between Jeff and Chang, just because it drags a little bit. Uh, I like the bit where everyone's <laughs> leaving. Pierce closes the door as if he's staying. And uh, Chang's like, other side of the door, flees And he does this like pounce where he like jumps with his hands at, at five, you know? And then he starts to leave and gives a thumbs up. And they just. Re- Chevy just.
1: I don't know this week. He jumped. I don't know. Why did he jump?
0: <laughs> it's stuff that, as a kid watching the show, I thought was really funny, Pierce moments, but this is so clearly just Chevy being it's Chevy. Chevy. <laughs> and they knew if they had like a take, maybe two every now and then to get what they wanted out of him. So this is what they have to do. <laughs> so Pierce leaves the room. It's a very funny bit of Chevy weirdness. And then we get this conversation of Jeff and Chang. And, I don't know, what, what, what was there anything funny you took away from this scene? No. I think <laughs> Chang is a really funny character, and Ken Jeong does really well with whatever they give him, but whenever they try to make him a little more true to life, and whenever he, like, is trying to relate to another character, unless it's something like in the Halloween episode when he and Jeff kind of team up, he's still, like, the oddball. Yeah. I don't know. He he gets to be the oddball a little bit later in this episode, but there's not a lot to unpack here. Uh, what's happening is that he's revealing to Jeff that he's not really even a teacher at all. He's definitely not a professor, and he's not even a teacher. He faked it. Uh, his band dreams didn't work out because no one was ready for an Asian man on guitar. <laughs> and he had bag boy jobs uh, that weren't giving him enough money, so he faked his way to being a Spanish teacher do you think that this do you think this is a good decision from the writing staff? Do you think they pull it off well? I think they pull it off decently, but the reasoning they that he pull got it off fine position, but yeah little, it's a little it doesn't seem like something they came up with at the beginning. It seems like something that they added. Like they're like, "Oh, people like Chang, let's give him more stuff
1: to do." Um, and I, I do stand corrected, because I said that nothing really funny came from this. I did like the joke when he said guitar and Jeff said, did you, say, did you say guitar or
0: guitar like a hillbilly? Right. And that, that was funny. I think Jeff has a pretty good showing this episode. Uh, he has a decent amount of of one-liners that work, and he also, I don't buy into the Jeff asshole thing in this episode. I think he's pretty justified, even when he's... Mad at Annie, kind of like how MJ said. He's pretty justified for mm-hmm. why he's upset at Annie. Not a lot to say here. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Sesame Street. Recently told sure. somebody that, you know, I, I plan on giving my kids a healthy dose of Sesame Street.
0: I'm thinking for my kids, uh, it's going to be just a lot of the dirtiest horror anime you can point me towards. Oh, I got some for you. Is a... that the bunny one? Or is it? <laughs> Oh, there's worse. <laughs> like, okay, kids, go over to Uncle Steven's house. <laughs> Steven, just let him watch some cartoons or something for a while. You got it. <laughs> oh,
1: man. All right, kids, we're going to watch this one with the subtitles, so I hope you can read.
0: <laughs> I'll
1: just read it to you.
0: So, uh, I'm not crazy about the chair creaking, sounding like a I don't think it's bit. funny. I don't think it's funny in real life when there's a clear difference between chair sound and flatulent sound. They do have some similarities. But, but not like in that w- kind of chair. When you creak in a chair or you sit down in a chair and there's like the air deflating kind of noise and either the person sitting down call, like wants to call extra attention to themselves just so everyone knows that they didn't fart. Yeah. Or that the person sitting next to you is like, oh, you eat a lot of chili today. and I, I don't know. It's <laughs> Every person who does that.
1: Yeah, each and every one. Sorry. Of
0: you. <laughs> Sorry. I, Especially I, I you,
1: you twelve-year-old girl listening to this podcast. You think you're funny? Well, you're not. Tw-
0: I feel like we need to take it easy on anyone who's who's like twelve that's listening to our show. You're doing fine. You're no. doing fine.
1: Learn now what's funny
0: and what's not. And there's a really dramatic pan down to reveal that Annie left her recorder. In the room while this happened and recorded the entire conversation, you pretty much know exactly what's going to happen with this as soon as you see it.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. They had to show it was there. And now starts the.
0: Something that we can actually talk about a little bit. We get the Goodwill hunting bit. Uh, Steven is, is very keen to say that it's his favorite film of all time. In the audio commentary, uh, it was a Twitter question that brought up to Dan had they considered making this. Go a little bit longer, do a little bit more with the reference, and Dan was like, "Not really." He was like, "I just included this to to talk about how much I really don't like Goodwill Hunting." Oh, Dan Harmon, and he was like, "Everyone that says that thinks that they like it. You should go watch it again. You probably won't." You know, you can say that. Well, jokes on you, Dan I know, Harmon. I, I'm not taking a side <laughs> in this. I've seen. Goodwill Hunting once, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really good when I watched it. But I would probably need to see it again to be able to really yeah. see it if I think it's a good movie or if I think it's like a great movie. Yeah. But Dan doesn't like it. He thinks the story is lazy, and he doesn't like that the character's name is Will Hunting and that the movie is called Goodwill Hunting. You know, I'll give him that one.
1: That that point.
0: That's I will give you – I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm blaming that on Ben Affleck because I bet Matt Damon's like, here's this awesome story I have. I'll let you name the character, Ben. What do you want to name him? He's like, what about Will Hunting? That
0: was my Ben Affleck It's like impression. he's hunting for good Will, but his name's Will Hunting, and he's good. And I'll so play his best friend. Will Hunting <laughs> – because no one ever said shut up. good Ben Affleck. The Academy's like, this... shut up and take my Oscars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone told me good Ben Affleck, but they didn't.
0: I think it's more of a case of, uh, well, they school Goodwill Hunting in the pilot of Community. When Jeff's like talking about, and it's the same people that gave an Oscar in screenwriting to Ben Affleck. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Where's that in your trivia questions, MJ? Come on.
1: Pack the cat and have it yet. Yeah.
0: Regardless of the goodwill hunting of it all, I really, really like this Troy through line in this episode. I do, too. Uh, a lot of things about it, both what's specific to this episode and how this becomes one of Troy's biggest plot lines yeah. in, like, season three. Yeah. So they were setting this up just as a little thing to pick up at some point in the future, and they do, and they do quite well with it there, too. I, think uh, they,
1: I really like how, like, against it Troy is because that sets it up even better for, you know—
0: yeah. Yeah, Troy walks out to this chalkboard, and we say the goodwill hunting bit. You know, there are nerds looking at – it doesn't really look like an equation at all, but there are nerds looking at this thing on a chalkboard and saying that it's unsolvable, and they walk away. Troy comes by, you know, like your average, plain simpleton that you don't expect much out of, and you think that he's going to see it and know how to solve it, a la goodwill hunting. He picks up the chalk and then just puts it in his pocket (laughs) to steal it. Which is a really funny turn of events. And and this thread continues, though, because we're being introduced to his knack for plumbing or appliance repair. And he tries to use the water fountain, which doesn't work. Uh, Someone has handily left their tools right next to it. So he grabs a wrench and literally just tightens one thing, like two twists. And then it works again. (laughs) I think it's really funny. I think the janitor-plumber guys, especially the lead one who, who yeah. takes a lot of stake in Troy's potential, is very funny.
1: I can't remember what I've seen him in the most, but I know he's, he's a very funny character actor in the stuff that he's been in.
0: He reminds me just a little bit of Tim Meadows. Yeah, I see it. The way he delivers his lines, I think he's, I, I think this is a really good plot line. And it's a highlight in an episode that's like a just kind of an oddity that they put into this episode that does a lot of of good for... a kind of a straightforward episode of Community. Uh, Fun fact about
1: me, to to bring myself down a peg, because I know you all think that I'm, you know, this perfect specimen. For a long time in my life, I did not know that Tim Meadows and Don Cheadle were not the same person. Because I would see Tim Meadows' stuff on SNL, like old, like, clips and stuff, and I was sure that it was Don Cheadle. So...
0: (laughs) Choi <laughs> gets caught having fixed the water fountain or, like, the janitors walk in and see what he had been doing and they chase him down and he's like, come back here. And I love that they paint this as such a high-stakes thing when it's – He twisted one thing on a water right. fountain. Right, right. And, of course, like in Good Will Hunting, you know, you're like, why did this person f- with this? And, and then he's like, whoa, check this out. He actually fixed it. Now water comes out of it, and they're both so amazed. They had no idea how to fix this water fountain. <laughs> now we get another scene with not a lot to unpack here. This is where Annie is studying, listening to her class while she studies, and she hears conveniently just the one little clip that she yeah. needed to hear of of Chang saying, I'm not really a teacher. The community that, like, in the season three uh, Halloween special... Like Abed makes them sit until the right time for it to come on the radio, you know, they that's in what's movies, good. stuff doesn't that's literally what they're doing here, you know. Yeah. It, she just happens to have exactly the the right, the right recording clip, but whatever. It's only a twenty minute episode, you know, you only mm-hmm. have so much time. And it sets up this this moral quandary for Annie, who's really keen on keeping the study group together and in a class, that Chang's not a real teacher, and if he's found out everyone will have to retake the class mm-hmm. do you think that's really what would happen if because i'm sure it's not totally unplausible for a teacher to miscredit their prior accomplishments yeah. or credentials and do you think that that would come back on the class i think that it's
1: possible at a college Maybe at level a college i don't know that in a community college spanish 102 class that it would but i could definitely see like in a university, doing that, but at the same time, universities are
0: like, you know what, man? Just take a credit. Take a credit. I guess it depends on the school. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dean Pelton would be that way. Yeah, he'd be like, you he'd know, let's just, like, I'm this not under really the blood. a dean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, first name is actually De- Dean. So my middle name is Craig. They set up this this you know whether Annie is going to do anything with this information or not. But, of course she is. You know, that's going to be the episode. We know exactly where this mm-hmm. is going. We come back to the Spanish room. Everyone's buzzing. It's 24 hours before the, uh, the final. And the dean comes in with the news. Someone has told. It's very obviously Annie. Yeah. To us, because we just saw what happened. And, yeah, the class is being explained that they've lost their teacher. And they're going to get a new teacher. Uh, you know, there's a little reference to when he faked his death uh, like a handful of episodes ago surely he's like he's not faking his death again is he because i can't (laughs) handle that i think there's some funny dean stuff in this one yeah um especially here in a second when he introduces their replacement teacher and he's like standing by and watching what's happening as the class (laughs) interacts with their new teacher yeah i think it's pretty funny uh the way he words i received an anonymous tip that Chang had misrepresented certain aspects of his qualifications, for instance, having them. Word of advice, if an Asian man says he's a Spanish teacher, it's not racist to ask for proof, okay? okay? You ignore your mother's voice and get right into that horse's mouth. <laughs> so that's totally what happened That's exactly Cheng what Chang said, I'm a Spanish teacher, and the dean was like, I don't know about that. And it's he's like, like, oh, well, let me see your, your resume. Where did you... <laughs> Oh, and he is, as we learned in the season two Halloween episode, he is the racist, what was it, the racist prover? Yeah. (laughs) Something like that, right? (laughs) The racist prover. So Annie, of course, is the one who's Mm -hmm. like, well, what does that mean about our grades? Are they invalid? And the dean does say, no, that's not fair to you guys. So we'll just bring in a new teacher and we'll start you where where they were at and you'll just finish it out that Mm -hmm. way. And we're introduced to their, their stern, no-nonsense, fluently Spanish-speaking professor. Yes. What do you think of all this? What do you think of this character? I think she's pretty funny.
1: I do. I'm a fan of, uh, is it es- Escanara? Escotera Something like that. I think she's very funny. And- yeah, Miss
0: Carbonera really <laughs> adds a lot to the episode. Yeah. So, certainly.
1: So I have kind of a real-life connection to this story. Zach, okay, this is where this comes in. Yeah, my okay. um, so basically, the teacher comes in and she starts speaking in Spanish, and none of the students know what the hell's going on. They're like, "We don't, we don't know that," you know, because they've been being taught College, by somebody. High school.
0: Sorry, I missed.
1: Uh, high school. Okay, high school. This is probably my freshman year, I think. Okay, um, and I was in Spanish one, right? So, so similar to which we had we had a teacher, and she was a Spanish-speaking teacher. And she was fine. But I think she was having some, like, issues outside of school at the time. Um, but essentially, like, our class would start and she'd say, me amo smart cookie. And so that was what we would say in Spanish. That's how we would start the class. So, you know, we were learning Spanish, you know, at what we thought was a fine, you know, rate. But, we were learning very basic. Yeah. But we had a lot of substitute teachers in. There was a lot of kind of times where we didn't do a whole lot in the class. Um, but essentially, uh, she ended up leaving at one point during the year and we got an actual Spanish teacher came in and we were all way, way behind everything, right? So we were like, okay, let's, let's play some catch up. Now this teacher ended up coming back a little bit and, uh, there was a, an incident that I'll tell a story in a later day, but I ended up asking to be switched to a different class. So I got switched to a different Spanish teacher's class and I get there and I didn't know anything that they were working on. Like they were like probably three or four months ahead of where our class Mm. was like in curriculum wise. And the teacher was like, "Okay, listen, I know that you're really far behind, but just don't tell the other students. I absolutely told the other students because I was not trying to. Rock with that. But, yeah, so I definitely can relate to not knowing any Spanish, and then a real Spanish class comes up, and you're like, shit, I don't know any of this.
0: That is exactly what the situation's like, because they're like, you know, they're like, <laughs> how many of the three chapters is this test going to cover? And Literally. she says 20. <laughs> but first, it's this back and forth of, like, her saying stuff in Spanish to the class for, like, a call and response, and each time the class is just like, see. see. Is it was that you on your first day yeah, in that other Absolutely, class? <laughs> and that was me in every Spanish class. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I've learned enough to comprehend some, but I've never been very good at trying to speak it. Mm-hmm. Um, the I love how the dean just like looks one direction to the other direction. He's like, great, you know. He <laughs> he says, "Wow, you guys sound like a like a what was it like an embassy." <laughs> But yeah, it's not going to be just the three chapters that they've covered. It's it's going to be it's going to be twenty chapters of the book that are covered in the book, the whole book. And they, <laughs> she wants all the students to speak in Spanish when they're in class, which is a common thing, yeah. but not something Chang had been doing at all.
1: Well, and we get another great Pierce joke when when he asks, you know, like what's going to be on the final, and she's like in Espanol. And he's like, well, I know it's going to be I in know, Spanish. It's in Spanish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that he just said dummy. Yeah, could have gotten a lot worse, right? Uh, she tells them that, that sternly, you know, you're, they're going to be taking a standard exam for students at their level. It'll cover the entire textbook, you know, because they're at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. it would as everything that they should have done. And and Jeff, t- to close out this little scene, he gets one of his worst lines of the week, which is El Crapo. El Crapo. Hmm. Was it Saved by the Bell? Right. <laughs> Sounds like a Saved by the Bell line. I don't know. Every Spanish class I ever took was was a bunch of white people that are like I don't know it's like when I go to a Mexican restaurant with my family and oh, I try to no, respectfully they do pronounce it, don't they? <laughs> I'll try to respectfully pronounce even though I don't exact I will be the first to say that I can't do it correctly I'll try it I'll try my best and I'll try to be respectful mm-hmm. and then my my family will be like I'll try the chimichanga <laughs> uh, how about with some of them jalapenos that's not really how my family <laughs> talks but it's it, it, i i like to think there's a there's a there's a difference. the thing is that's is your mom's classes, classes eat, are like in i Indiana. can absolutely
1: see her doing that whereas my so you mother eat here
0: every week you know how to say it by right now. so
1: my mom doesn't do that but she does adopt the accent of whoever she's talking to
0: and it i've tried to stop it i get that i get that it's like I know people who have moved to a foreign country, and it's like you've been there a week. Yeah. And your accent.
1: <laughs> Hello.
0: I, okay, anyway. I have to admit,
1: when I lived in France, I absolutely spoke English with a French accent. So,
0: well, I'm sure yeah. it's common when you're yeah, there for a longer did. period of time, but whatever. Can we hear a little bit of it? Can you still do it?
1: <laughs> Speak English with a French accent. It's basically yeah. just saying, uh, in between your words, like you don't know what you're saying. It's like, uh, you know how, um, um <laughs> if you want to, to watch the episode, uh, uh, you know, we have to see that, uh, Jeff Winger and the NE. I reject all notion of this. <laughs> it was
0: bad. All right. Now it's 20 hours to the final. Everyone's really stressed because all of a sudden the test is going to be a lot harder and, and different than they expected. Oh, do you think Chang made his own test? I don't think he'd go that far. I think that Chang probably, like, Google searched
1: easy Spanish test. (laughs) Or the tests were ridiculous. Like, it was probably, like, a test where, like, it wasn't even written. He would just, like, get in your face and say something in Spanish. And as long
0: as you said something back, then you'd pass. Correct. Next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see something like that happening. Um, Troy couldn't understand a word she was saying and has a really <laughs> funny line about why is she teaching Spanish if she's a doctor? Go cure something. I appreciated that line. That is a funny line. Um, Jeff's got to pass or else his entire plan will be be torn off and he, he needs to, to get that lawyer license even though whenever he does graduate Greendale it's with a degree in education and not in law which is interesting choice. It's fine. Uh, and... Abed's Abed has that line about knowing exactly what his car is and what the car alarm sounds like on that type of car. And he tells Jeff to look. I think your car is getting f***ed getting <laughs> with, and it is. Uh, we we cut over to Chang, who is standing on top of Jeff's <laughs> Lexus, smashing the shit out of it with a keytar. Oof. Um, It's a pretty it's, iconic Chang visual. It is. You had a what? Well, I was going to say, you know, like, uh, how do you
1: feel about this scene? Because it is an iconic Chang thing, but, you know, there has to be some sort of consequences for, for Jeff's car getting smashed by a keytar. Sure. You know? Sure. That's his home. That's...
0: Or it was for a while, yeah. at least.
1: All the memories. But then uh, Jeff, of course, you know, points out that Chang is wearing goggles while he's destroying the car, which I think is only responsible to do.
0: Yeah, safety first. And <laughs> something lame. Ken called himself out. Uh, this is because he said this himself. He's like, it's because I'm a pussy. And whenever <laughs> he does, like, anything, like, anything on set, he wasn't even probably really hitting the car with the guitar. Because there was broken windshield glass, he uh, insisted to wear safety goggles. So That's they added funny. in a line about it. That's pretty funny. And I get he says on the Darkest Timeline podcast sometime, which is apparently coming back soon. Ooh, uh, that he, he says all the time that he would always be the one to be like, "Oh, you're pouring coffee on me. Just please make sure it's at a temperature of about." <laughs> he was always that guy on set. That he was he was not doing any stunts. He was not doing anything like that. That's really funny. But I respect it. Yeah, you know if you if you've got enough if you've got enough power on set to say something about like that, honestly, do whatever you want. Yeah, he's like, hey. Millions of people have seen my, my genitalia.
1: That carries some weight around here.
0: I thought you were speaking as yourself for a second. Oh, no, not that many. <laughs> um, Chang's doing this because he assumes, and I can see why he would be certain it's Jeff, that Jeff has, has ratted on him, mm-hmm. but he literally didn't do it, and Chang is smashing up someone's car for no reason. <laughs> so they struggle over a guitar on top of his car, and the guards who resemble Troy and Abed show yeah. up and, 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 and stun them with stun guns. It's always interesting on shows like this to see what actors can do good, I'm being electrocuted acting, and which can't. In this case, uh, Ken Jong can kind of do it, Joel McHale, not so much. Yeah. He makes some good faces, but Chang's kind of like convulsions. Chang doing is like pulsing, yeah. And Jeff's mostly just chilling. Yeah, Jeff is just kind of
1: writhing a little bit, but not, like, pulsing. Yeah, Chang's is pretty good. Uh, the, the, there's the funny part, you know, the I'm peeing, I'm peeing. That, that's His kind of delivery
0: of I'm peeing, I'm peeing, I'm peeing is quite funny. I'll, I'll give Joel that. Mm-hmm. Now we cut back to, uh, you know, one of my favorite through lines of the episode, Troy being... Uh, I don't know. Taken under the wing of the plumbing world. Yeah. He, I like how it cuts right to him walking into the bathroom, sucking stuff off <laughs> his fingers. And you're kind of like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> right. He goes into the bathroom to wash his hands, naturally as you do after you've just eaten hallway cake. Mm-hmm. And it, there just so happens to be a wrench ready for him to use. And he fixes it, but it was all a ploy by the head janitor to to see his talent up close. <laughs> Still, way better than Goodwill Hunting, right? Oh, by far. This episode should have been called
1: Great Troy Barnes. I think this scene has more black people in it than all of Goodwill Hunting.
0: The janitor set this up to see uh, Troy's stuff in in up close, and and Troy's uh, Donald's play off of like the guy who's like. Yeah, I know I got the talent, but I just, got, like, that, that part of the movie yeah. where the guy, like, knows he's got it, but he's like, oh, but I gotta, I gotta do this for my family, or, like, I gotta, mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta learn instead. I think Donald plays off this aspect of Troy pretty yeah, well. Yeah, he does. All his,
1: the, his, his monologue that he has in a minute, it's, it's really good, like, knowledge, what's, what's up here? Thoughts. <laughs>
0: That's definitely a meme. Yeah, thoughts. Thoughts. But toilets you and could, sinks are real things. And I really like the way that the plumber janitor guy delivers all this when he's like, You got you can do something that matters, do something that makes sense. And let me be honest with you, I almost wish that I was inclined with a skill like plumbing or like mm-hmm. uh or like electric work or because it's important work yeah. that pays well that you don't really, you, you, all you have to do is be able to do it. Yeah. And it's a comfortable life. And instead, I'm like, what if I made a community podcast? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not making me shit. Yeah. Yeah, for
1: sure. I, it'd be nice to, like, be handy because I'm, I'm really not.
0: Yeah, so Troy in this scene is really me when it comes to, like, finding any direction is, in life. It's like, I'm learning. Knowledge, thoughts. Except I'm not in school. I'm just yeah. And you talking have no to hope on of ever understanding internet. HBO, huh? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, The Sopranos. I don't get it. See, Oz, yeah, what is, where's the Emerald City? Come on. When's Barry coming back? Well, the pandemic cut off all filming, so they haven't filmed any of season three. But they're going to film season three and season four at the same time, so you can try. So they can try to do them a little bit quicker. Nice. I like that. Choi's monologue is well delivered, but it makes absolutely no sense. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which tracks just rattling off stuff and then writes off dramatically and that might be another like jab at goodwill hunting it might be just saying you i like the delivery plumber. of you could be a plumber and he says it again more to himself you could be a plumber and Abed <laughs> comes out of the stall he was there the whole time and there's this really awkward hey hey <laughs> It's a good scene. Yeah. It, that plot line is totally one of the highlights of this episode. The, the main story works pretty well. So now we're getting closer to the, to the final. Everyone's studying hard in the study room. You know, they're making progress, but Britta says, At this rate, if we don't sleep or pee, we can cover about 10% of the exam. Oof. They're just going to be guessing on this stuff, and I've definitely been there. Mm-hmm. They all feel defeated, and they're thinking, Jeff's thinking, why even take the exam? We're all going to be retaking it in the fall. And this is what starts to give away that Annie had something to do with this, because when he says retake Spanish in the fall, everybody, huh, and Annie, Ooh. <laughs> and Jeff putting that together and then explaining it to the class, I think is a good Jeff moment. I do too. The I like the scene. It's a good detective moment where he hears it. He can rec- when he recreates it. It's funny. Uh, it, it does. Well. Oh, Abed is the only one who couldn't do it. Okay. Everyone starts curling their tongue because that's Annie's kind of, like, she's putting it off of it being her. So she's like, oh, it's just one of those things, like, rolling your tongue, which I can't do. (laughs) Jeff is seeing right through it. You know, she's obsessed with them all staying together. Pierce allows Jeff to take (laughs) her a little bit hostily. And Jeff knows exactly what's going on. He's like, you record all your classes. You must have recorded what happened. Uh, Abed's able to clear what happened because you remember is like a, like a log of everything that ever happens, and yeah, yeah, I really like how he kind of turns
1: the study table into a courtroom, you know, with Judge Pierce and, and Abed is the, the, the scribe, the clerk, you know, certainly. And I also like how he, um, you know, when Annie starts to resort to her. Her go-to tactics to get the the heat off of her, he you know makes sure that he tells the study, he's like don't fall for it, you know, because Jeff falls for it more than anybody else. Sure, you know, so he he's he's for real right now. He's he's
0: upset, and I and I agree, he is definitely very warranted here. The Abed moment in this is one of my favorite Abed moments to date. <laughs> when he's talking about, oh, you don't have to worry about me. I only learn. I only feel things about, and then looks at Annie's face and cocks he his head and goes. <laughs> movies <laughs> and the way that he delivers his softness of heart right and then i also love where jeff is like quick she's the ark of the covenant and he
1: covers his eyes like, oh no
0: <laughs> he makes everyone close their eyes and everyone does it and it, it's funny this is why i said it's my funniest moment this scene builds in a way that the community does community does so well yeah Jeff tells them all to picture her as if she's Paul Giamatti, which everyone's like, "Ugh!" And then another good Pierce. like, "Oh, come on, I like <laughs> Oh, Pierce! Jeff yells some nonsense about the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which I've never seen. I okay, uh, so when I was watching, this I'm pretty sure they mailed earlier, each other pants. I had to
1: you know do some research about Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants because I was like, "What the hell's that movie about?" It's literally about some friends that mail each other pants, and the pants fit them all, but when they wear the pants, good things happen. What's the second one about? These friends, they have a pair of pants that they mail around, and they all fit in them, and when they wear the pants, good (laughs) things happen. (laughs) Starring America Ferreira and Amanda Seyfried
0: and two other girls. And if you want to join the sisterhood of traveling community merch, you can't disappoint join, a pants. cast. Join our our giveaway that we're doing. You can At some point we got to do a secret word. I'm putting you on the spot. Boy, 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 Stephen, Steven, what is this week's giveaway a secret word? Uh, this week's secret word is kitar. Okay, noble. So you heard that there. That's one of your three ways to get into our giveaway. You can DM us, Kitar, to any of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram specifically, for two entries. And you can review our podcast, take a snapshot of it. And if you've previously reviewed our podcast, you can take a snapshot of that, and that will accept as well for three entries. Yeah. Kitar.
1: So get those entries so you can win this really awesome prize pack that we got coming your way.
0: That secret word will be valid until next week's episode on the 16th of November. Remember. All right, back into it. Jeff's just railing into Annie, calling her immature, calling her, you know, that she just needs to grow up. And, And Shirley's upset. She says, you know, we'd all hang out anyway. And Annie's been in situations like this before, you know. She felt close to her rehab group. And then they all say they're going to gonna stay connected, but the only person she's connected to is the bottle cap jewelry making person. <laughs> but I feel like uh, a friend group made at rehab and a friend group made at school are different things. Not so it, the people that you meet at rehab probably shouldn't – you know, you should probably just go off and do your own thing. Yeah,
1: afterwards. I think so too because normally rehab's a place where they're like, all right – and that's definitely
0: speaking from experience, right, Steven? Well, yeah.
1: I mean, that's where we met. And look at our relationship. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we met in rehab. I'm like, do you watch Community? <laughs> we, should, we should Zoom later.
1: Yeah, I was having an episode where I was pretending to be little Annie Adderall. And, and you know, because of the medicine we were on, he looked like Troy to me and I looked like Jeff to him. So it was love at first sight.
0: So Annie storms off crying, and this brings up again the sort of moral dilemma of this episode. Annie did the wrong thing here. She did bad. Mm -hmm. But she didn't do anything wrong. She, you know, like, Chang probably shouldn't be teaching these people. Yeah. her, Her motives were definitely wrong, but they're also a little sweet because she's just doing it because she loves her friends. Uh Jeff is being really mean to her which is justified because she could be keeping him from from regaining his career. Mm-hmm. Uh but also he cares about her and isn't treating her with respect. Where do you fall on this? Who do you think that Annie's <sighs> I
1: really definitely a fall? fall more on Jeff's side here. I do too. I think that it's one thing to like want them to take a class together and it's another thing to put people's grades when they're paying for an education at risk Hmm. because i I mean shirley's a single mom she's got to pay for you know if she has to retake that class she has to pay to retake that class you know
0: yeah but you've got to work into it also that chang was legitimately needing to get caught for what he's doing
1: yeah i agree but i also think that there is 14 hours left in the semester
0: sure and you can tell them during the summer. Sure. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so they failed the exam. They stay in Spanish forever. They have to beat Annie is what Jeff is saying. They need to study. They need to do it without Annie. And they need to pass the test so she doesn't get her way, which is also a bad thing. They should just pass the test to pass the test. Yeah. But, you know, they can't even study without Annie because she's the one who usually handles stuff like mm-hmm. that. Animal grunting. Forty- Forty minutes into uh, and until the final, we're still playing stress-reducing sounds at Greendale uh, from the sounds of the Serengeti, as we mentioned during trivia. <laughs> you were right there. I did not notice how sensual of a pose yeah. Abed and Britta were in together. You know, they're all asleep after God knows how long they've been studying, and and Abed and Britta are like holding Snuggled each other, up. and cuddling. You know, in ways that I'm not even comfortable touching my own significant other. Yeah. Right? It's like Zach and Steven type. Yeah, that,
1: that's see. for real, for real love right there.
0: It isn't for us, but if other people do the things that we yeah, do... purely carnal on this welcome. side. And we often play antelope slaughter at Ndutu as we, as we <laughs> do our thing too. They're all woken up by the screeching antelope. They think they might have missed the final, but it's about to start. He <laughs> won't wake up, and as always, when he doesn't show up or won't wake up, they think that he's probably dead. But Jeff just says discrimination lawsuit, and he's oh, up <laughs> And Jeff says another thing along the lines of Danny do Spanish, and everyone's ready. Uh, this is when we get a little bit of a conflict in the Troy and Abed friendship. It's interesting that they're bringing this up into this this small plot line mm-hmm. with only a few minutes left in the episode. Uh, Abed says, "You know, I saw you in the bathroom and I think that you should do it. It seems like you're good at it. You should go do what you're good at." And Troy is basically like, "I'm going to be sophisticated and <laughs> not, not have a job." Or <laughs> basically the way I feel, you know, it's like I'm going to I'm going to be learned but not have any actual mm-hmm. skill. And Abed gives a speech that's from a movie. I don't know exactly what movie. It's from it's Google from. Hunting. It is from Goodwill Hunter. Yeah,
1: Matt Damon or uh, Ben Affleck tells Matt Damon that like every morning when he goes oh, to pick sure. him up,
0: he hopes that he like won't show up. Sure. Uh yeah, he he gives him that speech and is like, "Troy, you know what the best part of my day is? For about 10 seconds from the time I sit down in Spanish to the time I look at your desk cuz I think maybe I'll look and he won't be there." What is that? Mean? Yeah, Troy's like, "What the <laughs> f-? like <laughs> Like you're my best friend. What do you mean?" <laughs> The class is arriving for the Spanish final. Uh, there's a really funny Shirley line here where they're they're talking about how they feel <laughs> this test is going to go. A horoscope predicted suffering. No, no, that's good. Horoscopes are the devil trying to trick us.
1: That was almost my intro line was, Hi, I'm Steven, and the horoscopes are the devil trying to trick us. <laughs> Do
0: you read horoscopes?
1: I don't read it, but I like... I know what my, like, sign is, and, like, you know, if I'm feeling extra school-girly and, like, I have a crush on somebody, I may, like, see what, what it
0: says. I'm it kind of a skeptic towards stuff like that, but it has nothing to do with whether or not there's any validity or proof to it. It's just I don't believe in anything. So I'm just kind of... <laughs> if you're like, oh, man, I, I saw a, a snake outside, I'm like, didn't prove it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Where's the picture? Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I look at horoscopes sometimes, but I've never been one to, to feel much of anything because of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't put too much weight in it.
1: But I will say, after um, teaching and, like, working in special ed, there, I have noticed, like, a behavioral changes when it's, like, a full moon or, like, mer- Mercury's and, like, retrograde and shit like that. Sure. Like, th- there are some, like, when you're, like, kind of observing people – noticeable changes that happen now i don't know why that is the waves tides i don't know how that works but you know
0: the the bean
1: system is the way
0: (laughs) they're all getting ready to take the exam and abed looks behind to his buddy's desk as he says that he does every day and he's not there And he feels happy about it. But it's just because the bit that you said that you liked. Choi uh, sitting <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the room. And he's like, Does that make you happy? You're a bad friend, so I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> and then he explains the situation to Starburns. <laughs> and she's like, Why would you say that? It's from a movie.
1: Then the movie it's from terrible. is terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't like Goodwill Hunting. Mm-mm. The test is about to begin. They're all a little bit worried because Annie hasn't shown up yet. Uh, but Jeff hands, he, Jeff holds strong. Don't worry about it. Don't take her ploy for attention. And the other people are starting to say, "Well, no, Annie isn't the type of person that would miss a test. If she's not here, we should probably make sure she's okay." Uh, so Jeff very quickly makes a change in judgment, and mm-hmm. they all start speaking in Spanish as they stand up to say, "Let's go see what's Which going on." I thought on with this was Annie. all pretty funny. Let's go try to sa- let's go try to save our friend. They think that she's in trouble and that they can help her. And it is a really <laughs> funny, kind of cliche, uh, where you know where Troy's like Annie's our friend and we're gonna go save our friend and you can't stop us. Yeah. And they all storm out of the class and their new Spanish teacher she doesn't say anything. Pierce says Land of Fire. Land of fire. <laughs> Starburns knows what's going on here, and that he can get out of a test. This is a move that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. He stands up and he's like, "Well, he also, she's I'm, my friend too." And he, he said, you can't "I'm friends with Hannah have too." Have a test without a class. We love Hannah.
1: And The entire <laughs> class
0: goes out chanting, "We love Hannah." I should have tried that one in school. I feel like there were a couple times that, like, we students did do
1: something because wasn't there like a walkout? Was that our senior year?
0: I don't remember. What was it for? Who cares, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. It was something. I know there have been
1: some since we've graduated. It might have been a gun violence. Maybe it was a gun violence. Maybe it was when I worked at the school. That probably was. Because I think try. I remember when I was I think it I was like a school shooting thing. Yeah. And they like walked out.
0: And after that walkout, there was never a case of gun violence in a school. Ever again. Never again. They fixed, again. It. They fixed you, it. You know Congrats what ours guys. was that we did, Zach?
1: Hmm. Remember when, uh, our entire... I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, and people might not know what this means, but when our like entire senior class sat down during the pep rally, when we were supposed to be standing competing for the spirit stick...
0: I didn't do that. I didn't do
1: that shit. I, uh, you didn't sit down? You stayed no. standing? What a bitch. Or you didn't go?
0: No, I was there, and I was like, school spirit! Ah, uh, see, I was like, hmm... I don't know the story behind it. Uh I think we just knew we weren't going to beat the
1: juniors because they had T-shirts. See, that's a bullshit attitude. Well, I'm not saying it's not. So then don't th- then don't be down on me for still being like school of spirit. <laughs> no one's down on you except for you, Zach.
0: We, <laughs> damn. We are literally (laughs) like the only class that's ever not won it when they're graduating. It always goes to the seniors because it's their last chance. Because it's their last chance. And maybe if you guys hadn't done that. Yeah, I think we we started with (laughs) special. I I
1: think that our class was just bad. It was a bad class. Maybe
0: you were bad. Ooh. Maybe you were real bad how no bad. Uh, so they're they're outside <laughs> the door where they hear Annie screaming like like a blood curdling scream that we've heard from Annie before. And Jeff kicks the door in to see what's happening and it's it's Chang and Annie and the guitar and Chang's playing the guitar. And she, he's sampled Annie's scream as, as as a sound and he's making a song out of it. The magic of electronic sampling. Interesting. <laughs> so Annie has, has become connected to Chang somehow and kind of become like a life coach for him to try to help him figure out what he's going to do now that he can't be a teacher. This is kind of the beginning of the setup for, in season two, Chang's yeah. going to be a student. And that's one of my favorite Chang's, so I'm excited for I that. think it is, too. Like,
1: I love Senior Chang the teacher, but yeah. I think Chang the student is up there with that, too. I, now... I can't wait till we get to the masterpiece thats
0: Changnesia. Chang-nesia. It'll be interesting to talk about those episodes for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're safe now. They can't hurt us yet. They can't hurt us yet. Um, <laughs> Kevin's not real. <laughs> Chang is talking about how, you know, maybe he'll take uh, music lessons and everyone tries to be supportive of that while he does something horrid on the guitar.
1: Yeah, Britta does a really – well, I'll say uh, – Gillian Jacobs does a really good job as Britta doing, like, a a pained, really, like, condescending,
0: like, maybe you should take some music classes. <laughs> and, and Chang does, like, the grateful hands and is like, like, thank thanks, you. <laughs> now we get a good Jeff and Annie scene that touches all the right moments. They They make up. They explain where they were both coming from. And there are just some small little hints of Annie doing things because of the type of reaction she wants to get out of Jeff or because she Mm -hmm. wants to keep Jeff around. You know, she dressed a certain way to look like a professor. Jeff's been known to be attracted to professors. Maybe there's (laughs) a line to draw there. Mm-hmm. And I think Jeff kind of sees it for a second too when he's like, "What? Why?" when she mentions that. I think it's a tiny Jeff and Annie moment yeah. in the ending of an episode that was largely Jeff versus Annie, which is kind of cute. Yeah, it's nice because
1: they, you know, their friendship is 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 important and I think that it's, you know. I, <laughs> I I still don't know why Jeff was like, you know, here's what I'll say. I'll play devil's advocate for a moment. Um, it's a little weird that he'd be like, hey, Annie, you're not exposing your breasts today. That's not necessary. You don't, you don't have to, to you cover should them smile up.
0: more. Sweetheart. Yeah. Hey,
1: you don't have to dress like a travel agent. Be a little sexy. Why don't you? But that's just me playing devil's advocate. I don't think that that was mm-hmm. the intention of the, mm-hmm. the line or
0: anything, but. And okay. So all of these, uh, all of these conflicts are being fixed very quickly. And that's not uncommon for, you know, a show that only has mm-hmm. a few minutes, this many characters. There's only so much you can do. I can I can forgive it. But the conflict between Troy and Ovid came up very quickly, and it goes <laughs> away just as quickly. Yeah, <laughs> Ovid just makes the right uh, – they're talking about The Wire. Uh, Troy says something about, like, some of this makes sense to me and the rest of it doesn't. And Ovid's like, like, season one of The Wire. And Troy, oh, well, <laughs> exactly. I can't stay mad at you. And then they're friends again. Yeah. I still have not watched The Wire. I've never seen The Wire – too, and I know that that's like as a as a lover of TV, it's considered mm-hmm. by many. I one know. of the very best TV series of all time. We're slacking. I'll get there eventually. Yeah, I'm too busy talking for two and a half hours about a 20 minute. Let me finish this season of Misadventures times. of
1: Flapjack, and I'll get right, right. to you.
0: I have been watching through well, not not steadily, but I've been watching Animaniacs a little bit. Ooh, because there is new episodes coming soon. It looks I think the new animated looks, looks solid cuz
1: I I love Wacko's Wish, one of my favorite animated movies of all time.
0: I don't disagree Sh- with you made and, me cry like, and a, like a baby. Animaniacs the show isn't quite like that, but it's very funny and it, it's got a lot of adult humor that that holds up really well. Nice, I'm looking forward to it. So, Choi and Abed are fine. They do the thing. They do the clap-clap, which is always Mm -hmm. nice. I think it's maybe only like the second time we've seen them do it. Second or third. Um, Shirley and british a hug that that Pierce tries to insert himself into. (laughs) It ends it like that. And now we've got a group unified moment. You know, everyone's together as a family. They're ready to tackle whatever's next, whether that means finding a new class together, they all agree to take anthropology, or taking Spanish again if they've all failed this test Mm
1: -hmm. as they're
0: walking towards getting the results. Also, do you notice
1: the linking of arms there between Britta and Ovid that whole mm-hmm. time they were walking? Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, by the way, we usually look at these episodes, the end of the episode. Because yeah. the end tag is a little bit different this week. It's not something that's removed from the episode for the first time, other than maybe like the pilot. It's the conclusion of the episode over the end tag. Yeah. And I'll say this. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but longtime listeners will know. I used to talk about some of these episodes feeling like a different community that's Mm -hmm. more in line with the type of show the first couple episodes set up and this episode feels like kind of like the finale of that like almost like they wrote like okay
1: let's write like eight episodes or like ten episodes like this would have been the finale of that ten
0: episodes totally yeah and I think it having an end tag that's different from the rest of the show kind of fits into that bizarro Mm -hmm. community that I've seen a couple of times Yeah, and this is one of the best of those episodes I think
1: I think definitely. This has, like, been a a really enjoyable watch for me. I mean, it's obviously not quite at the level at, like, you know, a Modern Warfare or a... Gezipper there's nothing American showy poetry, you about it. But, it's, but it's,
0: it's, it's good for the characters. It's true to the characters. There's a conflict that makes sense and is, like, a real-world conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's a complicated, layered conflict where there's not exactly someone who's totally in the right or totally in the wrong. And, yeah, yeah I feel really I like good it. about it. And honestly... With the election and stuff going on and feeling so, uh, feeling so unnerved and uncertain, mm-hmm. uh, there so, there, this wouldn't have been one of the episodes of Community I'd go right to for a distraction, but I couldn't think of a better episode of Community to have been a distraction. It just right? took me into that simple, lower stakes world with characters that I love. It felt like a warm hug, and it was a lot of fun to to swim around in it for a while. This NTAG, they're all getting their test scores, which we showed our prowess at yeah. looking at these test scores and memorizing them and seeing who's the smartest and who's, the not, who's not. And it's great that everybody passed. And it's great to see that this study group that goofed around a lot more often than they actually studied to have an episode where they do actually study. They kind of mm-hmm. address that. They make up the difference. And they pass the class. It's It's, yeah. it's satisfying to see. It really is. I like a little misdirect this direct from Abed. Yeah, does one of those Ryan Seacrest uh like uh American <laughs> Idol elimination things where mm-hmm. he's like and the last one goes to or like they're like and I'm sorry you won't be moving on or it's like he's like, he's like mean, I'm
1: sorry you'll have to stay around here for to another pack week pack your
0: bags. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. They all pass Spanish and they're setting up that they're gonna probably take anthropology together. Mm -hmm. And he does mention, did anyone else think that the test seemed really easy? And this sets up why this happened. They didn't take the real test. They didn't pass with flying colors, even though they studied really hard. Pierce banged the new Spanish teacher. And he he, he didn't brag about it. And he did it as a good deed for the people. He really did. He did
1: it for his friends.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he didn't just do it for his friends, but uh, um, he... <laughs> the episode ends with Pierce and this teacher sharing a nice moment where the teacher is like, "Hey, let's do this again. I'll uh, make breakfast next time." And there's some heat between the two of them. There she walks really off. Is. Pierce like awkwardly walks one direction backwards <laughs> and then know. the other direction. <laughs> he, he's just—I was certain he was going to crash into that trophy case. <laughs> and then we never see the teacher ever again. Yeah. But overall, really good episode.
1: I really enjoyed
0: it. Sure, I liked it a lot, too. Let's talk about our MVPs, and I want you to go first because I'm still deciding. Okay, well, I'll say
1: I made this pick after the first one, and I surprised myself with this pick, but I'll give my honorable mention first. It's to Troy Barnes, my favorite character in the show. Troy had a really good episode, referenced my favorite movie. All the ingredients were there for him to be my MVP this week without question, right? He just wasn't enough of the focus, maybe? Exactly. So I'm going to give it to one Pierce Hawthorne.
0: Like because MJ said, he, he have, thought it was the clear MVP yeah, as well. Yeah,
1: Pierce is it for me. I think that not only him being the one who actually helped them get through that class because sure. of, you know, sleeping with the teacher, but his, throughout the whole episode, his one-liners and and I can't get And his the, improvs were pretty funny. Jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All really good. I
0: think really that's good. totally valid. In interest of being very close to the end of the season, next week mm-hmm. we'll give out our last MVPs of the season Which before is crazy. we tally up who the overall MVP is. And in interest in making that a little bit more interesting, I'll throw a curveball and give my MVP this week to Annie Edison, even though I think what she did was wrong. I think the episode used her character really well, and they gave her motivation, and they treated her as a believable human character with wants and desires, and uh, Alison Bree played it off really well. So it's not exactly an MVP to the funniest character, but the person that I think had a really satisfying episode. Yeah. character. I think that there's easily
1: four and a half people that you could pick for the MVP this one. I think Jeff could have been picked even. I think Chang could have slipped in there as a surprise yeah, MVP. This I, there, is a solid I, episode. Chang was a
0: runner up for me. It was a solid episode. And again like I said, if they had added a Jeff Britta resolution, it could have been the season finale. Yeah. Next week we'll talk about the season finale which is called Pascal's Triangle Revisited and it's a little bit of a divisive episode for the community fan base. A lot of people mm. don't care for the season finale. And honestly, for me, when Community tries to do big, bombastic uh, season premieres or finales, it doesn't really work for me. An episode like this that was just a low-key episode with some stakes works a lot better for me. Next week's the one with all the dances, and there's the love triangle, and I think Slater comes back. There's a lot going on next week, and I'm I'm excited to to tearing it 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 it. apart with you. Uh, Send us in trivia and MVPs and favorite moments from that episode to us at podcast at gmail.com. And yeah. also, make sure to enter this giveaway we're doing. To recap, you can get the complete series of community on DVD, uh, Troy and Abed in the morning mug and t-shirt, and a couple community stickers that are really cute. Something like a, I don't know, a $6,000 value Yeah, uh, can all be yours. And there are three ways to enter that you can do all of to get yourself the most entries possible. Yeah. You can do what, Steven? They can retweet the
1: uh, tweet that we will post on Twitter. Um, And be following us on Twitter to also have that count. Mm -hmm. They can DM us the secret word, which we said earlier in this episode, um, which uh, you can send that to our Twitter at you can't disappoint a pod. You can't disappoint, I mean. You can send it to our Instagram at you can't disappoint podcasts, And you can send it to us on Facebook if you really feel like it. At you can't disappoint a podcast. Um, sure. And the third and final way that will earn you triple the points of just a simple retweet um, is to leave us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, screenshot it and email it to us at can't
0: disappoint podcast at gmail.com. Very good. And for all things you can't disappoint podcasts, you can find us all over the place. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. As Stephen has mentioned, you can find us on YouTube. We've been doing some live stream stuff every now and then over the last couple weeks. That yeah, have been fun. Uh, you can find us all over the place. We're always doing something. We're looking forward to next week to talking about the season finale of the first season with you, and we'll be giving away a second uh, secret word to give you some extra entries into the drawing. What was that secret word again, Stephen? Um, this, week? this
1: week's this week's secret word was
0: keytar.
1: Now that is not guitar with a hillbilly accent, that is
0: k-k-k-keytar. Don't say the K three times. Uh, (laughs) Steven. as we're wrapping up this week, it's been great to come back after taking a couple weeks off and to spend a little bit of a really hectic week uh, focusing on some silly stuff. What do you have to say to the people that are spending their time with us?
1: Well, this election has had uh, what looks like more people voting than Ever. ever. And that makes me really happy. <laughs> with, with 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 Joe Biden as the most voted for candidate of all time. <laughs> you know, low <loaded>. cough. <clears throat> but because of that, regardless, and even though a lot more people voted, maybe the way that I hoped they wouldn't, the fact a that people got out and voted people. makes me really happy and makes me optimistic for the future of this country. Because <laughs> it makes me really optimistic. I literally my phone's on silent. It's just talking to me. <laughs> You're um, okay. It makes me really optimistic for the future of this country because it means that young people are voting again, and they haven't since 08, you know? So I think that is promising, and I just hope that, you know, if things go the way that at this moment in time, I'm cautiously optimistic they will go. Again, this being... Thursday,
0: yeah. we do not know who the president. We, ha- we literally be at do this not time. know who the president of the United it States could, is. Donald Trump could very well be reelected, and Joe Biden has a very clear path to the White House as well. We have no idea. Yeah. Um. So I'm just, you know, with
1: my my fists clenched, I am hanging on to to hope.
0: That being said, and that's all good and all, but a lot of people a lot of people, the second most voted for candidate of all time is someone who I believe is a racist and who stokes action from white supremacists and from hateful people all around the world. Mm-hmm. And in response to the results so far of this election, we are not seeing them back down and they are not going to back down. If Joe Biden wins, they no. are not going to back down if the president wins. Uh, we're in a really divided country mm-hmm. and it's gonna be tough no matter what there's still a lot of work to be done and yeah. I have faith that the people that we built this community with are going to do that good work so to clear things up for this week a uh, wild week here at You Can't Disappoint a Podcast yeah. I'm Zach I'm Stephen and from inside the Dreamatorium Black Lives Matter and hopefully by the time this airs that will be out of the office pray to Damn God. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you next week. Go enter Thanks, that guys. giveaway. Win yourself some shit.
1: See you next week. Win some stuff. Bye. Bye. Saturday. The park,
0: I think it was the Fourth of July. And Finals Week when we were in school was certainly like that. Yeah. I, it- I can't my mouse. Froze and it's not on where I can press pause.
1: (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Is yours playing right now for you? What do you mean? I don't know, man. Is it not for you?
0: No. It's paused. The the episode's paused?
1: Yeah. Right where it says 48 hours to Spanish final for real yeah that's not it's a good sign me
0: oh no shang's yeah, in the classroom he's talking to winger in no private.
1: man i'm sitting with you hovering over the pause button at two minutes 11 seconds i'm
0: at 325 okay let me <laughs> but that's stop
1: screen sharing that's... and start again oh wait but you can't I, use your mouse,
0: mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this might have to go like the end of the podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a fan of,
1: uh, is it es- Escanara? Escotera? Something like that. I think she's very funny. And creep pause for one second. Yeah. Like, I get some water. My mouth is super duper dry. Mine too. And
0: I turned off my air so there wasn't any noise and it's pretty stuffy. Yeah. I Saturday in the park, swore it was the 4th of July.
1: <laughs> I think what you meant to say, Zach. <clears throat> I don't know the words. What were the was words? Was. Sabado mm. en el parque. Mm. something, 4 de julio. I don't know how to say the middle part, I don't remember. Welcome back Say something about the teacher Yeah, I think uh, Miss Escoteva Escanada I can't remember exactly what it is It's really funny And